0: are you ready to make your March budget? Yeah, it's time, guys. It's March. That means all the things that are about to happen in March, we need to make sure that you've got a plan for it, what's happening with your money, Where what the bills are going to change, all the things that we always want to do every month when the budget comes. It's happening today. It's going
1: down today. Yeah, we are planning your income, all your debts, your bills, your unique situations, everything that you have, like Shayna said, going on and maybe some things you even want to save for. Yeah, and this particular Make Your Budget
0: episode, we're bringing you a live call that we did with to launch our group coaching program. Yep. But There's actually, it's really great because they asked some really great questions like about the grocery bill. How much are we, how are we doing for groceries? Am I on the right track? They asked about electricity. They asked about their phone bills. And even like, how do I actually do savings buckets? Some of them were asking about investments. It was a great session. Very interactive. Yeah, and lots of questions that you are going to find relevant and help you make your budget.
1: Yeah, so we hope you get something out of this. and We hope you get something out of this awesome call. And if you're interested, if you thrive in a group setting, We encourage you to look up our new group coaching program that we are launching this week. Yeah. So you can go to budgetbesties.com to to do
0: that and you can learn all about it. So let's dive into it. All right. So today we are going to build the March budget. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to close out last month because, you know, that happened and we want to make sure that it's all good to go and that we're starting with a clean slate and we know that all of March's money is really, truly there. And then we're gonna set up your basic budget. So you might- you Barebone. Yeah, if you're already here, then you probably have something, right? And the cool thing is, if you have that basic budget, it will continue to roll over. And for the most part, it won't change. Yeah, However, it's
1: consistent. but then what happens, Vanessa? Yeah, so then you have things that come up during the month, like you have birthday parties or you have an event that you might have going on that you have to prepare for. Maybe you have a trip scheduled. So what we want to do is schedule or budget that specific thing into that month's budget. So we call it like a uniqueness, right? Yeah. Whatever's going on that month that's different. So
0: that's what we're going to dive into, you guys. So let's move on. So step one, you guys, that's the income. It's the, the best number in your budget. Yeah. It's the exciting part where you have money. Remember the remember when you have money, it's just the best part about different than when you don't have it and all leaves you. So. What we want to do though, and this is very important, it's not always as simple as my paychecks, right? You might have other things that are coming in there. Um, I know Becky's on here. She's got a side hustle. So her tutoring adds, you know, different amount every month, depending, especially right now, it's probably higher than it maybe normally is because everybody's getting their tests and they're starting to realize, oh, it's the end of the year. I better get my life together. So her tutoring money might go up. So she needs to project that
1: as best as she can into her budget. Yeah. And you might have a refund check come in. You may have a bonus. You may have commission. You may have a bunch of different things coming in. Maybe you had a garage sale and that brought in some extra cash. You want to make sure that you list all of your income here. Don't leave anything out. Even like I have a client who her kids pay her every month for their phone bill because she just it's cheaper to have one phone bill and then all her kids pay her for that. So make sure you list that money as well.
0: Yeah. And we definitely. So a a lot of times you you might be tempted to be like that money, uh, this bonus or this little extra here. I'm just going to automatically use that for here. Mm -hmm. But we think it's more it's more efficient, it's smarter, and and it's going to serve you better in the long run to put it all in the budget and plan it like you. So if you had five hundred dollars, like Becky said, coming from a tax refund and you're just like, that's automatically going to buy me a couch or whatever. I don't even know if that would pay for a couch. What you want to do is put that in the budget so you can see full picture. If I didn't buy that couch, look what I could do because I have this plus the other money that's extra in my budget and I can see the whole picture. And that's really what we want to make sure that we do.
1: Yeah, I think that's just, it's the bird's eye view, right? So when you can list all your income, you have all in your expenses, see it as a whole, you can really, you can make better decisions. I just had that happen yesterday with a client who we left the bu- the bonus out to begin with and made the budget. And then we were deciding, okay, what job do we want to give the bonus when it drops today? And adding that in it really allowed them to make a better decision than they were going to make to begin with. Yep. So let's go ahead and do that. Everybody go ahead and
0: grab your March budget. Whatever way you're doing that is totally cool. And we're going to go ahead and pop that into our budget. So now we've got the income. So then what are we moving on to? Step two
1: is going to be debt. Okay. So we go from like the best number in your budget to the worst immediately. Yeah. over with. Yeah. It's not the most. Yeah. But like Vanessa said, we're going to rip the band-aid.
0: And and what we do with our budget and you guys probably are doing this, too, because you've been you're hanging out with us is we like to put this over here. And sometimes people get confused, but we like to put it before the bills. It's not with the bills because anything on the debt column can eventually disappear and completely be gone out of your life. Praise God, if that could happen. And we put that over there so that you can slowly see that tick up as you get rid of debt to get rid of debts. It's not the bills are always they're always going to be there. (laughs) Love them. Right. So. Go ahead for now, guys. Go ahead and throw in your debts. And again, ask us any questions if you have it. I think you, this is pretty self explanatory, but
1: your debts are your credit cards, your debts are your loans, your, yep. your student loans, your vehicles, and any money you owe anyone for any reason that is considered that even a personal loan that maybe your family member had given you. We still want to list it, even if you're not paying them back. Remember to keep, ha- we have that number. If you purchase our signature budget template, In the debt tracker, you're gonna have a place to track all of that. But on here specifically, since we're just building your budget, just make sure you list everything that you're paying back that specifically, excuse me, specifically that month. Yep, so take a minute to do that. Maybe we have a credit card here
0: and then another credit card. How many of you have more than one credit card? All right, one, two, two, one. Would owed, oh, such a good question, Natalie. Owed federal taxes to be a debt or a spend? It is such a good
1: question. It's a great question. It's a debt. Why do you think it's a debt? Because it's what's owed, right? Like you already, you owed them money in the past, right? So that way you are having to make payments to them. So it is a debt. Yeah. And the other part of that is you can pay it off.
0: So you can be done with that once you pay, once you get caught up, which is super easy to get caught up with taxes. Don't worry. They make it super user-friendly, guys. But that's the idea we want to get away from is knowing that you know there is a finish line Mm -hmm. if there's a finish line then you know i can put it over in that debt column and feel really good about that
1: because if you're using our budget template in the back we have a debt-free budget like a a mock-up and it shows you what your budget would look like if you didn't have any debt on it and so that's the goal the goal Mm -hmm. is to be able to get to the budget to where you don't have any debt on it so shana said if it does have an end date it does have an end payment on it it is a debt yep
0: all right so any question, Any other questions about debt before we move on? Hopefully you guys don't have that many federal taxes have to be
1: paid quarterly. Should they be div- div- divvied as a monthly amount? That's a monthly bill, right? So you're not paying anything off at that point. You're making payments ahead of time. So if you're making past payments of money that you, like for 2023, if you already did your taxes for 2023 and you know that you owe $7,000 and you've been put on a monthly plan to pay that off, that is a debt. But if you're ahead of time making quarterly payments to the IRS for upcoming taxes, that is a bill.
0: Yeah, and I also want to point out, I have this with a current client. She is she's been pay, she's paying them right now out of her personal account. But what we want to do is get to the point where we're setting that aside with our business finances yeah. separate, and that's all being paid set or set aside. You have to set it aside and then you pay it quarterly. And just imagine. Not ever having to worry where's the money coming from, not ever having to worry, is this really my money or do I owe it to the government? Yeah. And so the system that we love to that we love to use is just set up every month, I'm sitting 15% of my depending on your business level and all that. The, but the very generic one, and it's Mike Mcallowitz. it's not our, our brainchild. 50% of my income is going to taxes. Yeah. And it's just over there every month so that when I go to make that payment, it's there. Whatever my CPA has told me that I actually need to pay. And then if there's leftover, then we can reinvest that or pay, give it like a bonus. Or it's like a bonus, guys. Okay. Sorry. I Sometimes I go into Valley Girl. You guys will love me anyway. But let's move on to what's next. Everybody, I bet you guys know what's next. Okay. It's bills. Everybody's favorite thing to do is pay bills. It really is. You just, you wake up in the morning. You're like, I can't wait to pay some bills. Or- no, When you're next level, they're just automated. That's Real the venture. game changer right there. They're still there, but you don't have to look them in the eye. They just start doing their own thing. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead. And this is where we're talking about your month-to-month budget really doesn't change. So it should be pretty, pretty consistent that you can throw these in here. Uh, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel every month, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So we have like auto insurance. Okay. That we're so- adding in. So we are we had so you guys have an opportunity to submit your budget for a review. So we had somebody submit their budget. And we're just working off of the one that she gave us, and so that way you guys can see a real life budget.
0: Yeah, imagine, and she'll tell us why if she wants. She doesn't have to, but imagine having to pay more for trash than than auto insurance. So that's different. <laughs> that's definitely different. That's nice level. That is something special. Okay, and th- what's funny is, and I, I think this will be a great time, guys. Throw in the chat, what? Do you pay for your phone and or your internet? So let's just say sometimes it's bundled, but when you're paying that internet bill or that phone bill, throw it in there, put a label on it so that we can see. I think it's so interesting to because we see so many budgets and we're like, I'm like, who do you go with? I need to know more about your provider because it's going to be so cheap. And then or per, that's who I'm not going with. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who do you, oh, why are you paying $300 a month for that? So let's see.
1: Okay. Let's see what we've got. I've got to, oh, we got to, Natalie. Wow. And here's a question. Does your phone payment include phone debt on there? Remember, mm-hmm. they bundle that all together. So if you do have phone debt, make sure on your debt tracker, you are tracking how much of that phone bill payment is actually debt. Yeah. Okay.
0: And 121 for one line with T-Mobile. I think you can do better. Wait a minute. What is my... Hold on. Let me pull up my signature budget template.
1: I'm paying... Uh, I think a hundred for my husband and I, both of us. Wait, no, I actually paying less than that.
0: Hold on, we have three lines and I have a watch. Okay, with T-Mobile, Christina, this is so fun. This is a bonus. This is bonus. And my T-Mobile, do you see
1: it? It says one thirty-eight. Yeah, I think mine is eighty. My phone bill is eighty for two people. AT and T. Yeah, but I have T-Mobile,
0: Christina, and I have three lines and a watch, which is a line. It's a seven separate line. It's right here. (laughs) So when I go on walks, my kids can contact me, but not super contact me, okay? So I just want to throw that out there. Let's see, my trash is actually a dumpster. I paid off my car, so I dropped my... okay. Oh, okay, so you're just now... So Becky's saying she was able to drop down to collision only. Is that what you're saying? And said, because she had paid off her car and she...
1: Good. Yeah.
0: And I remember when we did that phone bill for my husband and I, and her, the Gizmo Watch is 180 for Verizon. That's so, no phone debt. Internet is $65. Yeah, that's that's a good amount. That's average. Yeah, Internet, yes. that's pretty normal for what we see, too. Okay.
1: So, life insurance. Life insurance.
0: How many of you guys don't have life insurance payment coming out of your, because you probably should, right? You probably should be paying for some life insurance. All right. Electricity. Oh, my gosh interesting Mm -hmm. how much are you guys project projecting you're going to pay for electricity this month let's throw that in the chat
1: let's have a fun i know mine mine was 138 oh yeah
0: that's so good for you (laughs) 125 elizabeth nice
1: okay yeah you're weighing it's like a game for me guys how cheap can i get the electricity okay
0: i average mine yep yep and we can talk about that too about the so, pros and cons of doing that.
1: Yeah. So I average mine when I put it in my bills account. And then that way, if it co- when it comes out, if it's higher or lower, it, it's always withdrawing, but the money is always in there. So Vicki, that's exactly what I do. She also,
0: I don't know. She probably is. She's a nerd. Yeah. You guys are nerd buddies. But sometimes the co- the company will tell you they'll do that for you, which we think mm-hmm. can help uh, or it, you think it's going to help. But what happens is you get that. How, have you ever heard us say lifestyle creep? Yes. But people get electric bill creep. So because it's like that, it's not oh my gosh, my bill is $300. Everybody turn everything off. We're using candles. You don't have that moment. It just slowly creeps up because it's oh, this is nice. It's only 150 when I, usually it's 300. So just be careful. It makes you less proactive about having a lower electric bill when you join those programs. I sometimes
1: like to tell people to do it yourself. Yeah.
0: She likes to tell people that because she loves math. And
1: it just Becky, makes it okay. very consistent. Okay. All right. What else? we got okay
0: Okay. what kind of subscriptions do you guys have let's talk about that we're gonna just put this for this one for now but she's got serious what do you guys i have apple music as a family which we all can't live without so they have pandora what do you guys have i have
1: spotify oh you changed a long time ago
0: i I haven't listened to music with you apparently
1: okay spotify is amazing apple music for sure thank you bonnie bonnie's with me she's on team apple Mm -hmm. okay We have the family plan for Spotify. So we have six different accounts and it's 17 bucks a month. I think it is. And I have my grandparents and my parents. And so it's really nice to be able to do that. We also just recently, T-Mobile pays for my Netflix.
0: So that, I don't even know how that works. I don't know how that works, but it does. And I know you guys do annual Disney. So you don't have a monthly bill. Netflix, Apple Music, iPhone. Yes, I have that too. Someday, really soon, Brittany, I'm definitely going to delete a lot. So I don't have to pay so much for storage. Do you believe me? Does anybody believe me? Nobody does. Okay, it's fine. All right. HP Inc. That's in my budget too. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys do this. I actually love it because mine's not 149. Whatever, Becky. But I have HP Inc. and I do love it because it it sends me stuff automatically. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh man. And then $595. I mm-hmm. audible. For more for bucks to get smart. She's got audible. All right. Everybody's got their. I did think no,
1: it was no, in your... I thought so out.
0: So the cool thing about our budget, which you guys, if you have it, which a good amount of you do have it, is you can see as the income, we put the income in first, and as we're adding things to the budget, that the it's coming out, right? So now we see, right now with this particular budget, we have $1,800 left once we're done
1: paying all the things that we have no choice but to pay. It's so great. We love doing that. You know what I love about this budget is that it's very conservative, OK, and it shows you how you can still pay for everything. And she's got quite a bit amount of debt that so she's still paying for. It. And she still has all her groceries paid for, all her bills done. And she's got some savings over there. So I really love like this is such a good budget to work with. OK. All right. Yes, Bonnie has. See, Bonnie and I are just
0: we're right here. We're just right here. She's got HP and K2. All right. So now you should have had all your bills. And what are the bills that are changing for you this month? There's not that much when it comes to bills that should change. Obviously, we talked about your power might be a little different, your water might be a little different. Sometimes, you know, every third month you'll have a, a bill that pops up that you've been hopefully saving for, but it doesn't come necessarily every month, so
1: you need to remember to put that in, like your trash, yeah, stuff like that. So maybe you had a medical bill that came mm-hmm. came due this month, and so you got to plug that in. Yep, not so, a debt, but a bill. All right.
0: Anybody else have any questions as far as bills? I think we are adulting and we've all been paying bills for so long we're really good at it that's not really the problem we're systematic we're so excited but what we do want to point out real quick before we move on the idea here guys is the income comes into your bills account and it's staying in there and this and it's going to pay all the bills automatically so the paycheck Mm -hmm. deposits into the income account and most of it stays there depending on how high your bills are right and how much your income is, but a good amount of it stays in there. And then what exactly we're, we're about to budget, that's what leaves the account. That way you're looking at the bills, mm-hmm. they're all coming out automatically. You know exactly what's happening. And then you have savings and spending over here. And you can also quickly look at that and be like, oh, I forgot $300 to go out to eat or whatever it is. And you don't have to be a valley girl about it. You don't have to do that. That's just or optional. optional. Yeah. So that spending is going somewhere else, the savings is going somewhere else. And that's really important.
1: Yeah. So Christia had a question and she said, can we teach quarterly bills and annual bills? Yes, I love that. That is actually in this budget. Yeah. So we can jump on over to the savings bucket section if you want to show them and we can build well, let's, it really quick. I think we should stick. Let's, we're going to
0: get there. Uh oh. As soon as we get through. Oh, let's get that. We will get there.
1: But first, yeah, we're, we're going to do spending. So you're going to plan on So your, it is a bill, but it is a, it's still a savings bucket. So that's why we're not adding it to the bills yet. Okay. Yeah. Christina. Yep, and we will definitely talk about that once we get there. Spending, this is
0: all the money. Vanessa likes to say that you get, you're basically showing up in person to pay it, right? It's not something that's invoiced monthly, It is your gas it's your groceries it's when we're going skating with the family it's i'm gonna go get my haircut. all of those kind of things
1: i had a new client the other day she said so this is like my personal operating expense account and i was like yeah it's because she's an entrepreneur and you can tell and i was like yes this is your new paycheck this is the amount of money you have to spend each month this is where you're living right in the spending section of your budget oh yep we're gonna go back over here so right here tithe
0: would probably we actually it's our first one in our budget Tithe would go right there. And you can also change that to say charity or giving. And in my personal budget, we have the tithe and then we have compassion serve. We have Sonia. She's the same age as my middle daughter and they're growing up together. And so that one goes right under there under charity. And so you can just put that. And if you're doing that, you really want to put it in there first. You know, that's what, that's the first budget item you want to put in there, Bonnie. Yeah. So we would put that in there. That is I put that under bills because it's going to be basically the same amount that's coming out every, it is obviously not technically a bill, but it's the same process to pay it as a bill. So I like to keep it in my bills account and it would be there.
1: Yeah. So just think of, like we said, a debt is anything that has an end payment, like a stop period. And it's any money you owe anyone for any reason. A bill is anything that's reoccurring, anything that on a continuous basis you are getting charged for, Mm -hmm. or you are like, the tie that you're donating every single month, right? It's the same. Yeah. And then the spending is anything that you are physically in person or online clicking buy now or you're swiping for. Yeah. And I love
0: to, or we love to plan that. So you, when you have all that income, you can automatically get that 10% and put it in there. And yes, your paycheck might change a little bit here and you can go update it, but then you budgeted to be able to tithe on payday every, very simply. It's already all there. It's already in the bucket of the bills account. So it makes right. it very simple for you to do that. All right. So we're going to move on to spending. Thank you for that question. That was really good. Okay. And then also we do have giving over here as an option for, and the spending. So what that would be is if you're the kind of person that likes to just show up to church and be like, psh, psh, psh or maybe you're going to an event or something right. and you want to give them cash, then we put it over there in spending so that you know you're going to transfer it out so you can get the cash to take to wherever you might be giving. Mm-hmm. So just may oh, I didn't share it. You got to remind me to share it. Uh, over here is what I was saying. It's over here if you need to have giving over here as cash.
1: Yeah, so when you buy our signature budget template, it already has preloaded categories and if you don't have to keep them, you can change them, but we just tried to make it easier for you to do that. Okay.
0: All right, so we are moving on. This lovely lady is uh single lady
1: oh Uh, single ladies you knew that was coming
0: it's gross we're gross we know it's fine
1: Okay, we've been together way too long you guys
0: it's fine so you know she's gonna have a more conservative grocery budget than you might so go ahead and put in there and all by the way i I didn't say this before there's no shame i think it's really interesting to share numbers as we're all in different places in the country we have different families like or a different amount of mouths that we're feeding but grocery budgets are so like, it's so interesting. So if you are, if you're willing, throw in your grocery budget amount into the chat and let's see what you have. I'm going to throw mine in right there for a family of five. Yeah. Oh girl. She's She's even more frugal than Becky. Becky challenge accepted. (laughs) Let's see that. Okay. Family of 4,000. That's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Okay yep so we're throwing that over there and becky's or this grocery budget is actually in line with that if you think about one versus four so mm-hmm. you guys are all on the same page so that's interesting interesting, interesting. Wow. wait christina 500 we need to know more about how I you're feeding up. four people on 500 dollars, so that i can follow in your footsteps because that would really help me out okay So throw in there what other spending categories you have. Dry cleaning, guilt-free. Oh, I like she's... I'm not putting her pocket money. I'm putting guilt-free spending. Does it remind you to not
1: feel guilty? I I
0: like that. That's good. I don't think I've heard that one before. I love it. Some other things. I have a kid's envelope in the spending section of my... (laughs) Always need one of those. Yep. Because they just need so many things. Dry cleaning. That's a good one. Reminded me that I needed to get my son's suit dry cleaned. You guys. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. He keeps Things are coming out. We have a vent. He's going to drive soon and he'll be able to do that. Shop the morning. Mariano's last chance sale. Oh, okay. All generic. Yep. Yeah. We go over and often though. That is such a good point. We go over often, but do you go under? So it stays steady or I have, we just talked about on the podcast with our clients. We're usually going to budget a little over so they feel good. Or so what did you say? 500. So maybe we would say 550. Mm -hmm. And then they're never feeling like, oh, I can't feed my family and this is so hard. So that's just an, an observation. Yeah. All right, so we've got that. Now, as you can see, we've got 14, 13 left in this budget to, to rock and roll. So let's go over to savings. And this is, I'm going to let, I'm going to start filling this out while Vanessa explains what we were going to
1: answer the question about annual bills. When you have annual bills and quarterly bills, the idea here is in, you to make a savings bucket. When we paid our mortgage off back in 2018, we then created an annual bills savings account that we just plugged all of our homeowner's insurance in there, the termite bond, the property taxes, right? And then I added some, our Disney Plus, our CPA fees. Where else I think my son's Xbox has like an annual fee that's 30 bucks, whatever. Anything that we get charged quarterly and annually, I throw in to the savings account. And the idea is to take, out, take all the totals for the year And then you divide it by 12, right? And you put that number in your budget. So you're budgeting monthly for all those annual bills. So when they come due, you have the amount needed, right? That is what we're looking for. And that's what uh, Shayna is building here. And in this budget, she has on her savings section, all of her annual bills that she's saving for. So we're going to take those amounts. We're going to figure out what the total is that she needs. And then we are going to plug it into the annual bill savings bucket. Okay. So what I'm doing is plugging that into the annual bills on our template. And then you can see then
0: big whopping 168. So she needs to um, divide that by 12, theoretically. Just go. And we're going to go, we're going to bump it up to 15. Okay. Watch us. So then now I know I have an annual bills account, like Vanessa said, that I'm going to throw. And for a lot of us, this is going to be higher than 15, but I'm going to throw this much money over there every month without thinking about it. So that when these big things come due, I'm ready. And then I'm just going to simplify this budget. So she has 275 plus 75, so 350 for travel. She's setting aside. She knows where she's going. That's a really important conversation mm-hmm. to have. Is where do we want to go this year? What's it going to cost? Let's make a plan and make it happen by setting aside money every month. And yeah. we that is almost in every single one of our clients' um, uh, budgets. And I will say we had um, Jeanette. We talk to her you'll see you'll hear a podcast yeah. coming out next year next week anyway she said i don't want more i just want more peace mm. and that is normally what you guys want with this budget. i just want to feel peace but i will tell you most of you are like i would love to just be able to know i we can go on a quick family trip like something fun nothing i'm not going to bali or whatever it's just like, i want to be able to afford I'm, i mean but but i want to be able to afford a nice trip and know that we don't have to use credit cards and stuff like that so truly travel is almost always in the budget it's not like i said to be going on a yacht or whatever it's but it it is in there so make sure like present this this conversation with your family and say
1: what do we want to do this year can we make it happen and yeah and i think that it's a must because you're going to want to go somewhere you're going to want to do something even if it's a staycation during spring break you're going to want to do you know, some type of activity so instead of stealing the money somewhere in your budget when in the moment when you're like for this. I'm tired of being mm-hmm. frugal whenever we're going to go on a trip. Yep. I get that. But you're going to steal it anyway. So just put it in your budget and make it a thing. And the other half of that is holding yourself accountable to the amount of money you said you're going to spend on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we go on vacation and it is, well, just spend here and spend there. And you rack up for $10,000 on a week-long vacation that you have blown. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you said, okay, we brought five thousand dollars with us to spend on this vacation, this is what we're gonna spend, we're gonna stay within these limits. You're gonna feel so good mm-hmm. when you come back when you come home from that vacation knowing you've stayed within your budget.
0: Yeah. And we do owe, we're obviously really big about this one, but we do owe you guys a travel planning and budgeting podcast episode. Yeah. Because it's just something we're very we really are passionate about because we love, I, I, I every mom that we know is, I just want to make memories with my kids. And I don't know why I'm saying that voice because I'm like that too. But so we, there's a system to it and it, it becomes doable. I always like, Vanessa will talk about when she paid off her mortgage, it's, it's the amortization tables right there. It's just math. It's not undoable. It's not unknowable. It's just a matter of ha- knowing how to know. Okay. So now we're at this position where one, our budget is not exactly like Becky. So next time we will know we'll do this beforehand. Because she has this much going to debt and that's not Wait, same amount, no, but that's okay. So what would happen here at the end is we would go find this little button right here. Okay. That's little button and look at this number here. Do you see what's left over? Now this is, hold on, let me back up. The next thing that we need to talk about is this is all the basic stuff that we're always budgeting for. We talked about the basic budget, right? the next, and we did the, we did the savings. So you, we didn't talk about all the the different savings buckets. You might, we did talk about travel extensively (laughs) as we were really excited about that. About Christmas. It's just as important. Yeah. Yeah. Also Christmas seems to come around every year as well. Have a Christmas budget planner and you know, you might not be in the place where you can plan for all of these savings buckets, right? You might be like, I have to pay off this debt or I'm kind of living right at that paycheck amount. Um, But if you are, you want to start setting aside money for Christmas. And this is a bonus. Not only will you not have to use credit cards for Christmas, not only will you be able to give generously, but what I love about saving for Christmas ahead of time is when the deal happens or when you're out whatevering and you see the perfect Christmas gift for someone. In July. In July. Okay. You can grab it because there's money in your Christmas account. So you're just going to want to figure out which savings buckets are important to you, your lifestyle, your season, your family, your goals. And you're going to want to set those savings buckets up.
1: I think what's really important here is to remember we think about spring break in March, a week before it happens. We think about Christmas as soon as Halloween happens. And it's, oh, crap, now mm-hmm. is November and December. We have to budget for Christmas. Instead, what we want you guys to do is say, how can we budget for this 12 months out of the year? So there's only 100 or $150 coming out of each budget instead of trying to feel like you got to find a $1,000 come November for Black Friday, right? So we're just trying to and again it makes your budget consistent throughout the year yeah. so it's always doing the same thing yeah. all the time there's no ups and downs so that's the whole point of these savings buckets whether you want to save for it in cash and envelopes that's totally fine or you want to make open a bunch of accounts like we do i have 14 but it's very yeah. systemized you don't like, have it i saw elizabeth be like what <laughs> i do but my husband's paycheck comes in and everything Gets dispersed, and I know exactly how much I have in my vehicle maintenance fund, my home repair fund, our travel fund. Like it's all slowly every month getting bigger and bigger. Yeah.
0: And so, again, you're just going to want to pick the ones that are important for you. We have a list of if you need them just to brainstorm. But, and obviously, annual bills is going to be on there. That's the first one we talked about. But I like Christina's question. She said, I'd like to have a digital wallet for my savings bucket because Chase charges. And I love that you've said that because there are several banks that do not charge. For you many to have as many accounts as you want. And I was just on with a client earlier this, this morning and they use Ally, which literally does savings buckets and they put it in a money market. So it's making money and it's, 100%. but you can still see how it's di- divided. And we're still waiting for Ally to like pay us to be their spokespeople, hello, whatever. But, but they haven't done that yet, it's fine. But there are other banks that do not charge you. And you, you say so we have some people that come and are like, I just want one savings account and I'm gonna do it all in my head. Or I'm going to use this. You could also theoretically use our savings bucket tracker here to do that. But we also have people that are like us who are like, I don't want to ever do math again. Actually, nope. that's why I bought this. Thank you, Bonnie. Yes, Bonnie. Yes, Bonnie. And so no. that's when the accounts. And then Vanessa said, it's just automated. Every paycheck, certain amount goes into everything. I f- I took the time and I was annoyed, but I took the time to figure it out once here. Yep. And then it all just happens automatically from there. So yes, you definitely, Christina, I would recommend getting a credit union or somebody who's not going to charge you. I look into Ally. We've heard nothing but good things. I keep meaning to open up some accounts to experiment over there, but
1: I haven't done it yet, but we heard good things about them. And here's one thing we want to say about finding a bank. When you are finding a bank, you're hiring them to do a job. Okay. Just like you're hiring your CPA, just like you're hiring your financial advisor, just like you're hiring a financial coach. You're paying them to do a job for you. If that bank is not going to do what you want it to do, go find one that will. Because there are plenty out there that want your money. And there are plenty out there that will do what you want them to do. You just have to find the right one. So just remember that. Don't go into one and be like, this system doesn't work. You will find one. Okay, so let's move on. So what's the last thing that we have to do when it comes to the budget?
0: That is what's happening this month. Who I always say, who's trying to take my money this month, okay? And so that's what we want to look at in March for this particular budget. We're looking at March, but every month has different holidays. You might be traveling. There might be a different like medical. You might be um, starting to pay for braces or something. So you want to look and see what is unique about this month that is going to be in like, what do I have to pay for this Mm -hmm. month? For example, spring break my daughter volleyball volleyball. i was just gonna say we both have daughters in volleyball we're gonna have we're gonna be giving them all of our money it's fine Just put it in there even maybe a kidney yeah just whatever we can do to afford it it's fine anyway so you want to put that in there and that's specific to the month for this one might be what would you have to do in the spring like maybe you got to get your hair did like because i saw your hairdresser she's on my facebook she said spring is in the air and somebody had some fancy new hair I was like oh it She's is a, right
1: yeah so. and then what about um like spring cleaning maybe you're budgeting to get like a. maybe you do once a year you have somebody come in to deep clean your house maybe that's the thing right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it is springtime so maybe you have some yard work that you have to mm-hmm. budget for you have some mm-hmm. chemicals you got to put down or maybe you have to maintenance your lawnmower, right so there are some things that come up this mm-hmm. year this month that you may have to plug in for a one time once I've added in what's happening this
0: month the next question I have is look at all that total remaining. Cause you guys are all gonna have so much remaining. I believe in you. I believe that you're gonna have so much remaining. So then what's next is what are your goals for this month? Okay. So we hope that you guys understand. We say, we know that debt's not always the number one priority. We know sometimes you're, you've got other things, other priorities in your life. So you need to figure out what's your goal because we are, we are definitely not letting money slip away we're not letting money get siphoned because there's extra right into different things. We are having an intention and a purpose with whatever extra, if it's
1: $5, if it's $500, where is that going and why this month? You need to specifically give it a job. It's yeah. not just random. Because if you don't give it a job, it's going to dwindle away and it's going to be spent on fruitless things. And at the end of the month, you're going to go, where was all that money that I said that I had extra and it just magically not here? Magic. So, yes, magic. Thank you, Don. Y'all go in the comments. Don has a great online bank that, that has some great interest rates for savings accounts. Love that. Yeah, I've not I, heard of that one. I know we talked about- I love about, the name of it, genius. I yeah, know. I, I know we talked about the VIO or VO. I don't actually know how to say it. They have, I think they're at 5.3%, but this one is perfect too. I love it. And they encourage savings buckets. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's such a good tip. Thank you. So
0: in this particular instance, so you guys go ahead and plug that in. Oh, by the way, before we do that, does anybody have anything left over? <laughs> Do you have money that you can put towards a specific goal this month now that you've gotten it all on paper? Sometimes you don't have money left over because you just spend everything, right? But when you look at it all on paper, when I account for all the things that are going to happen, which is really usually what's stealing all your Oh, Easter, money. Becky. Good job. Easter is this year. This month. Yeah. Early. It's early this year. That's perfect. If you didn't have that somewhere else figured out, then you might. Maybe you're going to have a Easter dinner or you're going to get baskets or you're going to do something at church or whatever. So uh, maybe people need dresses. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't have a big sister that gives them all their dresses. I don't know. That could be your problem. I'm sorry. It's not my life. Right now, I'm subscribing to a CPA review test material. So that's in there. Oh, yeah. Yay. Actually, probably is yay for you. You like numbers. All
1: right. So yeah, I'm like, where?
0: <laughs> Tell us if you guys have any extra and what you're going to put it towards this month. Because that's really exciting. So for this particular budget, for the most part, we're going to talk about taking that number to zero on purpose, right? Okay. You ready? Boom. We took her to zero on purpose. It's exciting. She's going to pay off $988 according to our random budget in debt this month, which we would go over to the debt tracker and say, "What's which one mm-hmm. are we going to pay off? And, and then, or what are we going to put that money toward?
1: Yeah. You might be able to pay off two, depending if you have some small ones, yep. right? Or you may be able to, maybe have a thousand dollar debt left over or left and you are going to almost pay that off. And I would even say, what can you sell? If you're that close to paying a debt off, one of the things I love to tell my clients is, okay, what can you sell around the house? What can Kidneys. you do? You just need 20 extra bucks. So let's make it work. Yeah. And by the way, we did say it doesn't necessarily mean that it's debt. So maybe
0: you guys are planning a trip this summer Mm -hmm. and you're throwing that into your travel account and you're seeing that stack up, which is so important so that you can buy the tickets when they're actually, there's a website out there that tells you the lowest Mm -hmm. day, like it'll alert you when you need to buy them by. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Or maybe you have a senior in high school and they're having a prom this month. We forgot about that one. a lot going on okay. with seniors this year. Yeah, so maybe that's where all of your extra money gets to go this month. So make sure you just put that in there and you're thinking ahead on these things. Because when you're, you might not catch everything, but the more you do this,
1: the more things you will start to catch and it will feel less out of control with your money. Yeah, one of the things that I'm doing with one of my clients, she has three kids. And as things come up, like cap and gown pictures, or spring pictures, or yearbooks and things like that, she's putting them in her annual I mean, her savings buckets under, she has a savings bucket for each kid. And so she's putting it under each kid. So that way next year, she knows what to plan for. And she's getting better and better at this every time. Yep. Okay. The last thing we want to do is look at what we're going to do when
0: the money hits, when, when the money actually hits the bank accounts, which is a great day. Okay. And that is what we call our paycheck plan. So what we will do is come over to here and you guys might need to do this manually, which is not that hard. So for this budget, remember, if you will, she had two basic paychecks coming, and that's where we're gonna fund all of the spending and savings Mm -hmm. out of, right? So we need to go over here, we're gonna pretend that, actually, you close it, it's fine. So maybe this hair appointment, she's doing cash, she does her this in cash, she, so let's put it over here. So now we see, When she goes on payday, she's going to go to the ATM and get 70 bucks out or go to the bank. Get $70 in cash. She's going to put 40 of it in her pocket. Mm -hmm. She's going to set aside $30 for her appointment. And then this is the automatic transfers. These are the automatic transfers that she's going to set up to come out of Bill's account into her different savings savings buckets. And then for gas and groceries, Mm -hmm. she's going to set up a transfer because I know she has one account for that. $145 is going to go in there every paycheck. And that's really great because she knows I have that money in there every single paycheck. I'm getting funded. I don't, I just have to last two weeks
1: at this point. And what's also really important. Yeah. So the point of this guys is to be very strategic on payday, payday, where your money is going. And the, you want to do the same thing with your money every time. So it becomes habitual. Mm-hmm. So on top of all the other things that she's doing, she's funding her savings mm-hmm. and she's funding her spending. Mm-hmm. She's also going to on purpose, put an extra 400 and. $94. Is that right? Yep. Towards debt. Each paycheck, we're not going to say, oh, I'm going to wait till the end of the month to put $900. No, we're not doing that because guarantee that money's not going to be there. Okay, you're going to find a reason to spend it before, that, before then. So the second that paycheck comes in, before you even walk out of the door that day, you're already dressed and ready for work, make that payment before you leave the house. And that way, you know that you're, be- you're holding yourself accountable to paying that debt, that money on debt. Yep. And so that's what the paycheck plan is.
0: So we are now planning paydays we're excited about paydays we're not worried if we're going to make it because there's always money left and there's always money funding and we're doing it you can do this manually but Mm -hmm. you can also do it automatically and set that up so it's happening so for example i woke up today i told you vanessa paid me thank you so much approach Mm -hmm. that and so some money went for groceries some money went into my gas some money went for my kids we i was able to tithe like we talked about as soon as the the morning hit all of that It's just happening. The bills are getting paid automatically. They go throughout the month. I don't actually do anything. And the transfers all came out automatically. So when I woke up this morning, I opened my bank app and I have money in every one of my savings buckets for where they're supposed to go. That is what this paycheck plan is. And then I have to go and I choose the ATM. I've told you this before on the way home from school, I go in there, I get the cash that's in my spending account to pull out that I'll go put in our, the ones that we use for cash envelopes in our safe. And that's it on payday. I have to do things. So annoying.
1: And you but then I'm your... all done for the rest of the month. Yeah. yeah. So she does it once a month because they get paid basically once a month. And so most some, some of y'all get paid weekly and that's okay. So you take the paycheck plan, you divide it by four, right? Mm-hmm. So it tells you exactly what to do each week. Some of you like Becky right here, she gets paid twice a month. So she divided hers by two and it tells her exactly what to do. Yep.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. So once we do that, then we're basically done with the budget. So you guys have some questions. The first one that we, if you have questions, throw them in the chat. So the best way to invest. So first of all, let's find out, let's make the budget and see what money you have to invest versus whatever other goals you have. And right now, one of what we're, we don't really make investment specific recommendations, but we did tell you about the money market. So for sure, we want you to have your money making money, your emergency funds, any of your savings buckets. All of that can be in any of those ones that people recommended, the ones that we recommended that are making, you want it to be in a money market if it's not your bills account basically or your spending, if it's
1: any savings. What we can say about investments is that you want to make sure that whatever you invest in, you're looking at the long track of it. So we suggest like mutual funds and things like that. You never want to invest in one specific company. You want to invest in multiple companies and that's what mutual funds have. There's a hundred and something companies in that one fund. So when one does bad, one does good. And they're always going up this way. But you want to look at the track record. How have they done how, how have they done over the last 20, 30 years? That's what you're looking at. Don't invest in a company that only has done good in the last five years. That's completely skewed with COVID, right? We're not looking at that. You're looking at 20, 30 years in the past to see what it's done. And that's what you want to choose to invest in. Okay, Brittany,
0: love that question. Thank you for asking that because it's such a good, it's exactly what we do when we're coaching, right? Because people are like, but, this is what happened to me today. So, what do I do now? So, Brittany said, I just got a refund from my escrow account. What, what should I do with that money? Which is so good that you're planning on something to do, not just planning to splurge it. So, great job. And, but she's saying, should I pay the lowest credit card or should I do the one with the highest interest amount? And we've told you before, you have three options when it comes to paying off debt. The Dave Ramsey, our best friend, Dave Ramsey, he's always going to tell you go with the lowest debt, pay it off, and then go to the next, go down the line to the next one. There is the avalanche method, which is what you're talking about with with the highest interest rate, card with the highest interest rate. Let's tackle that because we're paying so much money in interest every month. And then there's the minimums method, which is we just have, sometimes we have random, like they'll have furniture loan or something. And the balance is like $2,000, but they, they have to pay 500 a month. And if this is out of balance, let's just,
1: I want to know what math they use. Yeah.
0: How did they figure this out? But So then we're like, let's just pay that one off, even though it's in the middle of all the other methods. So it really is going to be depending on you and depending on your budget. When And I'll let Vanessa speak to her suggestion. When I'm dealing with my clients, if they get a check like that and it will actually be able to handle like completely a bigger debt, then I'm like, let's just knock this bigger one out and then we'll go back to the snowball method and and go in order. If not, then we just stick to the snowball method. It can be frustrating, but it does help you make progress. What you're
1: looking at with your budget is how much wiggle room can you make each month? Mm -hmm. So if that debt, if that escrow payment or that refund, excuse me, can get you back $300 a month in your budget, Mm -hmm. do that. We're trying to get more money each month to work with. Yeah. So we, some situations we go for the highest interest. Some situations we go for the lowest balance. It just depends on that person and what's specifically going on. If we have two debts and they're about the same balance, but one has a higher interest rate than the other, we're going to go for that higher interest rate one because it really doesn't matter at that point.
0: Yeah. And to Vanessa's point, Brittany, if you look at your budget, let's say you have a $300 debt and a $1,000 debt and your escrow check is $800. Is there room in your budget to where you can pay that $1,000 one off right now this month and be done with it? Then we would definitely recommend that. If You're going to have to be plugging away at it for a while. And it's just going to, you're going to rack that interest back up next month. Anyway, if you don't pay it all the way off, then let's just go back to the smallest one. Like Vanessa said, it helps you get the most money back into your budget, which is what we want. The reason we're paying off debt is not because we love credit people. It's because we want to keep more of our money every month. We want to have a lighter footprint. Like we want to cost less to live every month so we can save for all these amazing vacations. We were just talking about. So that hopefully that answers your question. Feel free to reach out if we didn't. Okay. Great. Hey, okay. Makes sense. Any other questions? Go ahead and let us know. We'll answer that, but we're going to go ahead and move on. We know that you guys are mostly already our clients or you're working with us. And
1: so that's great. We just want to throw it out there in case you weren't. How to work with us three ways. Yeah. yeah. So we have our group coaching, which we just launched. We're so excited. It starts uh, next Monday. The 11th. Yeah, so oh. We're doing the second and fourth weeks of the month. Yeah. So we're starting off on March 11th. And that is going to be our spotlight coaching. And then the fourth Monday of March 25th, which is the 25th, is going to be build your budget. We're building our, uh, April's budget. it okay. be like this, but maybe more better. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so level up. It's yeah. super exciting. So we are every month we're doing those two coaching okay. sessions. Yes.
0: Yeah, and then we have our signature budget template which is what we just showed you and we have one-on-one coaching which several of you we have worked with you one-on-one. And just real quick if if you're not sure the the thing that you want or the thing you need to know for group coaching, it's perfect for you if you want some help like today yeah. but you don't you you're on a budget, you're trying to keep to the budget, you're trying to put all your dollars towards that and you don't um necessarily want to pay for a bigger investment and also you like this group experience. So like this A lot of people pride. like we just yeah, like we just saw you guys sharing your different numbers. It really helps me like feel not alone. And okay, I'm doing good on this bill, but I could do better on that. So it's just a cool
1: thing to, you like that group environment. And some people like to see what others are doing and see like the challenge accepted with the groceries, right? Oh, this person is doing that. How can I do better? Yeah. You wouldn't know that information if you weren't working in this group.
0: Yeah. And this is good for you also, if you need an extra push or encouragement from your about to be besties, right? That's a good one. So then obviously our signature budget template is there for you. If you're a DIYer, Natalie, we, we just loved her so much. She's like, I just give me, let me dive in. And she took it and ran, ran with it. So if you're the kind of person that just wants the
1: actual tool yeah. and then that's what it's for and it will help you to do it on your own. And if you haven't heard Natalie's uh, podcast, we had her on our podcast or our, our episodes, excuse me, Go back and listen to her and you can Google that and, and find it. She was awesome. She just talked about how much the template has helped her yeah. and her family and her husband and their communication and working together. So it's a really good tool. If you have any questions about that, feel free to ask us and we'll be happy to help you.
0: Yeah. And, and we've said it a million times. You probably have heard us. Sorry to keep repeating ourselves, but there were no other budgets out there. That's why we didn't want to do this. We were trying to get a better really work. We had a uh, jerry-rig one that we used for um, our clients. And we were like, we, we need a better one. Let's go find one. And then we are like, oh, these are all terrible. So then we had to hire somebody to make it. According to our systems, we think it's wonderful. You're welcome. Okay. Anyway, so that's the the second way. And then we do have one-on-one coaching, you guys. If you feel like this is not enough, if you're the kind of person listen, I need you to literally slap me when I go try to do something. I need you to hold my hand. We won't ever actually slap you. It's fine.
1: But you're like, I need someone right here with me <laughs> while I'm doing this. Yeah. And it's literally, we give you the action steps. We tell yeah. you exactly yeah. what to do. You have recaps. There's no question as to what's my next right step to make this successful. We tell you all of that. And it's really, I was telling my client, like, you are, the you're not part of my family. <laughs> yeah. like, that's just how it works. We work really close with you to get you where you want to be. hmm
0: Okay. So those were just the three. I think you guys may have already known that, but we're so grateful that you came and joined us today. Thank you for giving us grace because we are, we are learning as we go. We're building the plan as we're flying it. It's fine.